You're listening to Radio Sega, and this is the Sega Lounge. Sit back, have a drink, and enjoy the conversation. everyone and welcome to the Sega Lounge right here on Radio Sega. This is the return of the Sega Lounge for a third season, although this is technically episode number four, because that's how we roll. And joining me tonight, I'm KC, joining me tonight we have Esper K, hello! Good evening! Yay, a brand new co-host on the Sega Lounge. Wait, brand new, where's Donnie? Uh, yeah, Donnie, Donnie's dead, I think. He got lost in the woods or something. And I'm not going to go search for him, so yeah. Bye, Donnie. <laughs> so th this is something new for this third season of, of the, the Sega Lounge. Instead of having a, a one regular co-host the whole season, we'll have different co-hosts in each episode, according to the guests we have, according to, you know, whatever pe people feel like it. Um, and you guys listening to us can also join uh, in, in select episodes as co-hosts. So if you'd like to co-host a future episode of Season 3 of the Sega Lounge, drop me an email to kc at radiosega.net and if such an opportunity arises, uh, uh, we will contact you and you'll be able to join me and co-host the Sega Lounge. The, um, I, I was going to say the best... Uh, talk, uh, talk show on Radio Sega. Not sure about that. We have several talk shows now, so when we were the only one, we were the best, but right now I'm not sure. Um, moving on. This week, uh, we have very special guests indeed, and joining us, uh, joining me and Asper K on the show, we have the Mobius Grid crew. Hello, guys. Hello. 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 Welcome to the show. Uh, so we're going to be talking to you guys in a bit. Um, before we, we get started, would you like to introduce yourselves uh, individually so people get to know you a bit better? Well, um, Who wants I to go am first? Royale. Okay. Uh, I'm actually the lead developer of Mobius Grid. And behind with me are two of my staff. I'm Greg Spiker. I'm... Well, I'm just kind of around. I sort of sit in the background and um, help the grid not fall apart. That's cool. And finally... I, 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 it off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, so I also stress test the grid by, by making my head explode. <laughs> That's not a lot. No, it's not. Um, I'm okay, Lily yeah. Corthane. Most people just call me Lily. I'm one of the moderators on staff, though currently on hiatus. Very well, so welcome guys. So uh, we have Roy, Drake and Lily, welcome to the show. We'll be talking to you guys in a bit. But first, uh, we'll get into some, some recent Sega news. Uh, if you're joining us for uh, the show that's airing on Radio Sega on Thursday, as per usual, um, we're not doing this live, this is a pre-recorded show, but if you feel free to join us in the IRC or Discord. Uh, go to radiose.ga forward slash IRC 
or radiose.ga forward slash discord and join the lovely, lovely people listening to the show as well. And feel free to discuss um, what you're uh, hearing about on the show. Maybe uh, some of us will be there. Who knows? Maybe not. It's a mystery. It's in the future. We don't know it yet. So, yeah, it's it's a mystery. Uh, so let's let's get started with with the news, shall we? Uh, Esper K, you're our current reporter, news reporter on the show. So, would you like to mention some of the most recent Sega news? Uh, let's see. From what I'm finding here, uh, let's see. Courtesy of Sega Nerds and Yamatsu. First up, Blade RCS from Shining Battle Arena is coming to Steam on July 28th. Uh, let's see, last year in Japan, Sega released a fighting game featuring characters from the Shining series called Blade Ar- uh, Arsis from... Oh, was it Arcus? I think it was... Uh, I'll keep going. I'll, I'll keep going. <laughs> Shining EX. Western fans will be happy to learn that the game is headed west to Steam on July 28th. I've personally been looking at that for a while now, and I'm like, wow, I, I sure hope we get that game. And I think about a year to maybe six months later, this news pops up, so I'm happy about that. Let's see, Blade Arcus from Shining EX is being renamed as Blade Arcus from Shining Battle Arena and is being developed by Studio Citizens. And let's see, check out the full overview from Steam below, and they have an excerpt here. In a world controlled by Blade, Magic, and Fist, diverse warriors gather for battle. This is a 2D fighting game featuring characters from Shining Blade and Shining Hearts, as if they didn't have enough Shining games already. Uh, let's see, as far as. Not, the not in the concerned, West, though. It, well. <laughs> I'll have to look that up now. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's. Is Shining Force a part of that series? I'm not really. Yeah, I, I think Shining Blade and Shining Hearts are like spin-offs of Shining Force games, so they're part of the same series, I think. And now we have we have Blade Arcus. Yeah, and they go over features like tag battle with 16 playable characters, so if you were interested in games like uh, Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax, it's kind of like that sort of... Oh wait, no, tag battle. That's more like... Can anyone throw in any examples? Like tag battle fighting games? Oh wait, there's Marvel vs. Capcom, that comes to mind. That's true, that was a good series. Well, that was the main yeah. one that I grew up with, so that was the first one that automatically came to mind. The story mode with full voice acting, which is pretty nice. Uh, beautiful artwork by Tony of Albion Works. Uh, so they have a training mode versus... And they have an online mode created just for the Steam release. That's a very big plus. Yeah. I'm probably going to go to the Steam and library and like wishlist that for myself as soon as this show is over. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, characters. They covered that, too. Elsie plays one of 16 different characters from the Shining Universe. Full list of characters are as follows. Uh, Ryuga, Pyron, Rage, Sakuya, Xiaomei, Altina, Rosalind, Melty, Fenrir, Isaac. That, that one actually sounds familiar to me. Rick, Dylan, Lona, uh, and... Uh, now you, you, uh, you need to you? pronounce this one as well. Yeah, I'm looking at it like, which one is this again? Oh wait. Urayuki Hime! Sonia and... Yeah, Urayuki Hime. Like, I, I, I always scream when I, when I mentally. try to pronounce foreign names for some reason. Yeah, it happens with everyone. Let's see. Oh, yeah, uh, for the battle system. Originally from Japanese games, centers arcades. Blade Arcus from Shining features unique battle and game balance hmm. systems. Play online, defeat your rivals, and become the very best. So I'm guessing they have a 
whoops, a leaderboard of such here? Uh, let's see from the screen. From the screenshots they provided, I don't see anything like that, but they're saying something about rivalry, so I'm hoping there's a leaderboard. Or you can just, you know, beat your friends. Fighting online. That always works. <laughs> so, Bleed Arc Wanna is... Wanna lose a couple from... friends? Beat them at fighting games. Exactly. Exactly. So, Bleed Arc is from Shining Battle Arena, coming to Steam on July 28th for uh, Shining series fans and for fighting game fans as well. Uh, yeah, moving on. Anything else? Yeah, more fighting news. Uh, King of Fighters 14 demo launches on July 19th, which would, as of this podcast, which was yesterday. Brett was talking about like, that like crazy during Sega Addicts am last night, and he loved it, especially since he could play as his boy Kyo, and Iori still has his fire, so I'm personally fine about that. Uh, as for the article itself, uh, SNK Playmore recently announced that a demo of the King of Fighters 14 is coming to the PlayStation Store in North America and Europe on July 19th. The demo will include six of King of Fighter 14's 50 fighters. That's a lot. Seven and will not include an online mode. Ow, okay, that hurts. I hope they do something for the official release. Uh, SNK Playmore also announced that the King of Fighters 14 will include a co-op multiplayer where two teams duke it out to determine the number one fighting team. The King of Fighters 14 is scheduled to be released for PlayStation 4 in North America August 23rd, Japan on August 25th, and Europe on August 26th. Interesting! Yay! More fighting games! I'm not actually a big fan of, of fighting games. Are it you guys... Do you guys enjoy fighting games? Depends. Yeah, agree, uh, but it, it depends on the game, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the one fighting game that I really enjoyed was um, Soul Calibur series. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Soul Calibur. I really love that one. Soul <laughs> Blade as well. Ah, uh, the PlayStation one. But more clearly, Soul Blade was originally on the original PS PlayStation. I wonder if that copy still works. Oh, let's see, this last one coming up is uh, at first more of a rumor. Let's see, let's see if I can find it again. Rumors are always fun, to a degree. <laughs> is it a rumor, though? Hmm, after yeah. today. Hmm. Oh, goodness, I had true. the tab closed. Found it. Uh, Sega Newsbits covered a crossover SRGP. SRPG Sega Blast Heroes that was uh, recently leaked. Yep. Earlier in July, a mobile game called Sega Blast Heroes was seemingly leaked via Facebook ads. In this Sega News Bits, uh, Jordan Berry discussed the rumor, uh, let's see, rumored new game that sets out to assemble an all-star cast of Sega characters in an SRPG setting. Could Sega Blast Heroes, uh, Heroes be the real deal, or is Sega simply testing the waters and the game's nothing more than some mock-up screenshots? I listened to the... A recording for a few minutes along with the screenshots that were found around NeoGAF, and it seems to be legitimate, but at the same time it could be fake. But at the same time, it might actually be real, because uh, later on, t uh, let's see, earlier today, there were a series of tweets from Sega as follows. Hmm. So they asked people ever, for suggestions, right? For oh. Easter egg suggestions. Yeah, have you ever discovered a video game Easter egg before anyone else, or thought of one that you wish you could tell the developer to put in? 
Hmm. Well, now's your chance. We are currently working on a new mobile game that will include many of your favorite Sega characters. Let us know about a cool Easter egg idea, and our developers might just pick up some for the mobile game. So, it might be real? I'm not holding my breath, personally. Yeah. But from the screenshot, from the screenshot they posted, that the, the artwork they about posted... It, there's been well fake hoaxes before. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, I'm guessing for from the, um, the artwork they posted, it could be real. It has Sonic, Crazy Taxi, uh, Shinobi, Streets of Rage, so maybe. Yeah, so like Ulala from Space Channel 5, Samba de Amigo. No, I'm just, I, I'm Young. mentioning the, the one that Sega posted and oh, they asked for you. Easter eggs on Twitter. Oh, the Easter eggs one. Yeah, they, it's a, like a, a big giant Easter egg cracking and uh, we see Crazy Taxi, Sonic, Streets of Rage, Shinobi. And I, I of course, the egg could also be Lily Hatcher. It, yeah, yeah, technically, it's it's an egg, so Billy Hatcher as well. Who knows? Great. Now they have to include that. Yeah. This is just making me want to freaking dig up my Sega Genesis and Dreamcast. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, unfortunately, my Dreamcast is somewhere at my mom's. My Genesis is here. I just don't know what the power supply is. I, I have a Genesis too, but I don't have the AV cables for it, which I don't need sucks. AV cables for mine. Mine's modded. I can just take them from my DVD player. Well, <laughs> I am somebody that doesn't know how to mod consoles. <laughs> Actually, it's fairly easy. You'll have to teach me later. Sure. <laughs> Okay, so I, I, th I think this is this could be a, a really fun game. Unfortunately, it's on mobile platforms, but uh, not a big fan of mobile games. But you know, could be interesting. Could be the big, big, uh, you know, uh, Smash-like game from Sega. Everyone is hoping for for several years now. Oh, that would be awesome. But mm. but it's on on mobile phones. So, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe we'll get a, a console or a PC version. Hopefully. Mobile games support controllers, so which is cool. Yeah, but yeah. I have a Mad Cat's Mojo, which is an Android console. I enjoy actually playing emulation on that thing. Yeah, that, that I agree. It's it's great for emulation. Very well. And so the final bit of news, as per K. Oh. Well, More let's like see a, this a reminder. Friday. Oh, well, as a reminder, yeah, this Friday, a Sonic's 25th anniversary party is happening on, let's see, in San Diego, California. And additionally, if I recall, they're holding it on Twitch as well. You can go over to uh, twitch.tv forward slash Sonic Official to tune in for the party, I guess. So if yeah, you can't actually that. make it, you can check it out on Twitch. Yeah, I saw their hosting episode, which is actually pretty cool. Of course, I followed immediately, and they probably got followed so hard that they couldn't keep track of the number of follows immediately. Because when I followed, I, it was at four people. It's like, I cannot be the fourth person to follow this page. I checked the follows, and there were like hundreds and hundreds of people. So it's like, <laughs> they broke Twitch. Yay! Hooray for it's Sonic not, fans! Not, it's not hard to break websites at times. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. Thanks to twice. the real superpower of teamwork. 
so yeah, uh, and uh, also Jamie from the Sonic Show, the host of the, uh, not the Sonic Show, yeah, the Sonic Show, but also the Opinion Zone on on Radio Sega, uh, is going to to this anniversary party. He won the um, Sega Viewer competition. And so oh, that's great! He will Hogan be there. Hogan has lots of fun for us, and he will also uh, be hosting next week's show. So he'll be jet lagged, obviously, but he will be right here on Tuesday. Uh, at 10 p.m. UK time to talk about his you know, his impressions of uh, what happened during the anniversary party and what kind of game got announced or not and what kind of surprises they had for people there. What do you guys think will happen on Friday? Will we get a new Sonic game announcement? Probably. Um... We probably will, but I I have a feeling it's probably going to be for mobile. I have have a feeling, even if it is what fans want, knowing, sadly, myself as a Sonic fan, knowing the community's track record, even if it's exactly what they wanted, they're going to complain anyway. Two words, unpleasable fan base. But we try anyway. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's hard to please everyone. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure we'll, uh, we'll get a new announcement. I think so, but... Uh, maybe we'll get a new game in uh, 2017. Well, the, the probability of an announcement game. happening for a new game is high, but it it's all dependent on what the game is, like what platform it's for, what it's based around, that kind of thing. Well, one thing I noticed about how Sega's doing about the Sonic game this time, if you think about it, over the, since they... You know, went multi-platform. They have been very open on what they're developing in the games. We're pretty much at last minute right now, and pretty much know nothing. Which, if you think about it, when Adventure Two was first released in Japan and uh, the Dreamcast, we practically knew nothing about it. We didn't even know Shadow's name up until like a few, like a month before release. <laughs> Different times, my friend. Different well, times. What I'm bringing up is, what if? Because think about it, the games they have told us a lot about. Usually, are the ones that fall pretty hard. <laughs> They're probably, and the ones that didn't did pretty well. So, what if they just learn from the mistakes they did on multiplat and not telling us a thing? No. They tell us we're still gonna complain, even if it's though it's particular fans asked for. It happened with Shadow. Like, we got exactly what we... Most people that wanted to Shadow the Hedgehog got exactly what they wanted in the game, and still complained. Well, I, I blame that on the game being mostly buggy. I did it. But no, it's like, um, I, I've met a few people who have played Shadow the Hedgehog, and they say overall it's a fun game to play, but it's buggy as heck, and they, this that alone makes it bad, you know? And I agree with them. I love the game myself. I own it for GameCube, but it's so buggy that I don't play it very often. But also, you gotta look into consideration that's early in their multi-platform career. It's like their oh, yeah. multi-platform Sonic game. I, I think Shadow the Hedgehog was released in 2005? I believe. Yeah. yeah you think, think so. about it, if you look over years, despite, you know, some games we have with huge bugs, the games that are multi-platform have been getting better. Like, 06 was like maybe the last major issue we had with a multi-platform Sonic game. It was PS3 and 360. 
Yeah, they had them cut a lot out for because of you know they lost a lot of data during development. Time restraints and all that. Time restraints to recover yeah. it. Like half the story, like actually, I think three quarters of the story that was supposed to be in it is not. Like it was supposed to be a very large game. I tell you, you dump all the data from a disc and remove all the padding data. The game's under a gigabyte in size. Yeah, I think it's hard to to please everyone. Also because of well, the, yeah, the amount of different games and different things they tried in the past, yeah. so they have different and kinds of fans. And hell, and hell, just the different kinds of games that the that the fans of Sonic have grown up to, to playing that aren't Sonic. Yeah, they're yeah. they're they're different things shifted. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's like um. When I heard Lost World was coming out, I wasn't too sure about it, but after playing the demo on my 3DS, I fell in love with the game. I haven't been able to install it yet on my PC, but I'm actually kind of excited to play it and see how that goes. I just and, got it on my PC. I'm actually liking it. Well, and like, uh, Generations is another good example. It's the, uh, I believe, uh, the 20th anniversary game? Yeah, that yep. was the 20th. Yeah, and I wasn't too sure about it since it was basically recreating old levels from past games, but it was actually fairly decent. Hey, you didn't have to worry about the story on that one. It was just no. it was a it was a title that was meant to show how far they came. Oh and yeah, and that that's what made it perfect. You know, I feel I feel like the game could have been longer, but all in all, I think it was pretty decent and stood up pretty well. What yeah, are, like, I've, heard, I've heard numbers of good things about generations. Like, before we started working on Mobius Grid, I don't know about Drake, because he's been doing pretty much somewhat along this line longer than we have to a degree. <laughs> Uncertain things, but uh, up until I started working on Mobius Grid, I pretty much looked at games from a player's perspective. Now I look at it as more as a development, because you... There's you, a lot of work that goes into it. Yeah. There's actually a good deal of why I'm so accepting of so many different games. I end up seeing... I end up reading between the lines of what's on what what is actually on the screen, and I'm like, "How did this come about? How did why does that thing behave that way?" Um, yeah, you actually I, I, end up I end up having a new appreciation for the. I end up having a new appreciation. Yeah, there's for the there's a lot of hard work behind games, and people usually are too hard on developers, but but sometimes yeah, they're like, right. Sometimes they're right. They screw up. Yeah, they're, right, they're only wrong, human. Like, they're only human. Like I'll say for, <laughs> like, I'm neutral, like, on the whole Rise of Lyric thing. I will say from a developer state, Sarah Point, yeah, it didn't do well, but the fact they got the Cry 3 engine to run on the Wii U at a fairly decent frame rate, that's impressive. I will give them that. <laughs> <laughs> look on the bright side, everyone. Right. Yeah, look on the bright side. So, uh, right. yeah, we've, we've been talking about the news for uh, a while now. Um... I think that's all the news we had, as per K, right? Right? Mm -hmm. That used to be it for now. Okay, so we're going to take a quick break. Uh, we're going to play one of the tracks that you guys uh, requested for, for tonight's show. We're going to pl play the concept of love from Jets of Radio Future, and we'll be right back to talk about Mobius Grid with the Mobius Grid crew. Don't go anywhere. This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega.
Everyone, welcome back to the Sega Lounge. We just played the concept of love from Chance of Radio Future, as requested by our guests for the evening, the Mobius team. Hello, guys, again. Welcome back Hello. to the show. Thank you for Hello, being friend. here. So, uh, before we get into uh, the whole game and the community, um, we already know your names. Can you guys talk a bit more about yourselves? Uh, how long have you been Sega fans? favorite games and whatnot? Well, I've been a Sega fan as far back as I can remember, and I have a pretty good memory. So, I can tell you guys that uh, I've been actually playing... My first game was actually Sonic the Hedgehog 2 on the Genesis. However, uh, that actually was my initial jump into gaming, and my passion of gaming is actually because of my father. He wasn't really much of a gamer himself, but... He was ill, and we used to play games together all the time, because he really couldn't go anywhere. Interesting. What would you say is your favorite Sonic game, or Sega game, actually? That would be Streets of Rage. Like, nice. in, my, uh, in my top five, it would be um, 
It would go in order, Streets of Rage, Knights, Jet Set Radio, Fantasy Star, then Sonic. Like, Sonic got me into it, but it's not really my favorite. Mm-hmm. It's one of them, but, uh, yeah, it's actually that Mobius Red is named for our roots, basically. It came from the Sonic community, and it's also what got me into gaming. Nice. Who wants to go next? I can't quantify what my, what my favorite is as well as Roy can. My mind just doesn't work that way. But, uh, I have actually been a fan, a fan of Sega's doing since back in middle school, at least, when, when I first got exposed to Sonic 2. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot what the rest of the questions were. <laughs> uh, yeah! <laughs> um, so, favorite game Sonic 2, perhaps? Or the first one, at least? I can't really say. Okay. Uh, I'm... I'm actually I'm actually a lot more varied than most people are, so I can't really say what my favorite game is. Okay, so probably like a, a, probably a, of the uh, probably of the original of the original set, it would have to fall to Sonic Three Knuckles. But I just don't I just don't have an overall favorite that stands above everything else. Lily, <laughs> your turn. Well, uh, what actually got me into being curious about video games was watching my father back when I was like, God, between four and six, um, he was playing Half-Life. Mm-hmm. That kind of got me curious about what he was doing, and I don't remember the exact conversation, but I had asked him, you know, hey, what, what are you doing? He said, I'm playing a video game, and that's kind of what got me interested. Um, the first actual Sega game that I played was Sonic and Knuckles but I didn't own any of their games until Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I was a year late to that parade. <laughs> but, um... You know, it... The... That game is what actually got me into the whole Sonic craze. It was, um... A combination of Sonic and & Knuckles and Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Cool stuff, cool stuff. Uh... Other Sega games, I would have to say I also liked the Jet Set Radio series. I'm, I'm still playing it, but uh, Roy suggested that to me, and uh, I don't know if it was him that got it for me, or if it was somebody else, but I ended up I, getting caught. Huh? I think I recommended it to you when you were giving it away for yeah. free. Actually. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. It was being given away for free on Steam at one point. Um, yep. Yeah, that's when I picked it up, and um, I fell in love with the game. <laughs> The guy was bothering you until you picked it up. (laughs) Yeah, you... uh, I picked it up, but I hadn't played it for, I think, about a week, and every day of that week you said, hey, have you tried the game yet? Have you tried the game yet? It's like, okay, okay, (laughs) try the game. Are we there yet? That's that's a good friend right there. there. (laughs) What makes it worse? I can sound like that. Yeah, it's it's not just um, Sega games that I'm into. I'm pretty much all over the place when it comes to video games. I... I like Fallout series, uh, Skyrim, all the Elder Scrolls games. I even like um, the Smash Brothers series a lot. And there's other Nintendo games that I love as well. So I'm pretty much all around when it comes to game consoles. Yep, cool stuff there. Okay, so now that we know you a bit better when it comes to general gaming tastes and whatnot, uh, let's talk about Mobius Creed. So what is Mobius Creed? Well, Mobius Grid is a 
online virtual world for Sega fans to hang out. Well, we are we have a couple systems that are not fully done yet, such as one such as known as Circulum. Now, to me, it's a Sonic gameplay system that where you can play and move like Sonic. It's modular, and you can swap out different modules to play as different you know styles the characters play as. Now, the reason why we chose Circulum is because it's Latin for Rick. It was actually uh, being developed by our one of our staff members, uh, Wish Dreamscape. He's very talented at what he does. Mm -hmm. Also, like Drake, you put him on a project, he's not going to stop until he's bored. And that's not likely. <laughs> <laughs> if he has, if they have fun with it, they're not going to stop. Nope. That's good, that's Sometimes good. So, for, for people not familiar with, um, with, with this whole Mobius grid and, and how this works, um, this is based on uh, Second Life, is it? The, the engine, somehow? A Can you explain it a bit Second more? Second Life similar platform. Mm -hmm. It uh, was modeled after it, but to be modular and extensive. This platform is known as Open Simulator. We actually run on a customized distro. It's not fully 100% there. Yeah, we still have some bugs that we still are ironing out. But uh, it's we chose the platform because it's something that a few, like, particularly Drake is actually just as old as a staff member as I am. Like, it's something we're familiar with. And I can tell you Drake can make a lot of interesting things in, uh, mm -hmm. with the scripting language LSL, which it's compatible with. Like a special stage simulator. Oh yes. What kind of special stage? Which version does it take Sonic after? It actually, oh my it actually gosh! Takes after, it actually takes after the Sonic Two special stage. I have a, the half pipe. One of my favorites. <laughs> I have a screenshot of part of its current prototype build. Basically, you actually actually sit on the stage and are uh, are functionally the player, and you. Go around doing what you normally do in the stage. It's just a, it's just a straight pipe, but that's really all I can get away with. That looks amazing, actually. Yeah, very and nice. And actually, I will say it: if you have hardware capable, but it looks a lot nicer in Ultra. Drake typically runs around what like mid low graphics. I, I don't really know like what you mid mid to high. I have for those of you um, who yeah, do right. understand, I have it up to advanced line model. I just don't have shadow. Okay, this actually looks pretty good. Yeah. The, the ones I'm going to try and, and share this during the show on our social media. But they don't ex but they haven't, don't import those grids very well. The, the engine's just too different. So yeah. I'm going to rebuild it from scratch here. So, but it's doable. What can people yes. do? What can people do in this in this uh, environment? Just run. Well, think as well in that one. It's the half pipe. Mobius grid. If you think about it. With uh, once Circulum is done and any other system we can make, it could literally be a online multiplayer level editor for Sonic Rage, whatever. Oh yes. The cool thing is, like Second Life, we support user-made content. We also have, as Drake, who is a scripter, he got pretty giddy over this. Is extra functions that makes things a lot easier for developers. We know you like OS Teleport Agent, Drake. <laughs> and, and to add to that, um, unlike most Wait. places where you have to pay to upload content, here it's completely free. Because we believe that creativity shouldn't be charged for, you know? Yeah. And nice. most of the people we have so far respect that, you know, 
space isn't infinite, and they don't exactly have a whole, don't have infinite things to upload to while the server down anyway. We did have so, build up a pretty good infrastructure first to make assets deliver quick. However, depending well, on certain uh, things, factors, it might slow down for some people and not for others. Well, and it, it's not just um, that as well. The the fact that we do oh. have free content upload, it allows for people to learn without having to, you know, pay just to, to figure out, oh, I did something wrong. I'm going to have to pay another fine to upload. You know? Yeah. Which is um, That's one of the... We, yeah, the, that's something that the entire team is proud of. And it's one of the things that actually got me to where I am today with avatar modding, texturing, and all that. Because I had, I finally had the resources available to me to do everything to learn without having to spend money that I don't have. Yeah, makes sense. So, um, people can actually upload all kinds of content? They can, can upload images, sounds, mm -hmm. 3D avatar animations, and mesh models under the Kaleida format. As well as textures of um, JPEG, PNG, and TGA. And my personal favorite cargo. Yeah, that's that's TGA. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's but, uh, let's say someone isn't uh, very knowledgeable about all these things and just wants to create an account and just enjoy the worlds that everyone else created. Can they do that? Is it yes, easy to actually. use for a newbie? Yeah, um... Depending on the viewer, mm -hmm. we actually recommend Alchemy. If you're more advanced, you could probably use Firestorm like Drake is using in that image. Uh, we did have our own custom build of uh, Firestorm, which is actually being updated at the moment to the current technologies. I'm just having my compiling computers being a little dunce at the moment. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, going, going back to... Going back to the learning aspect, when I, I will admit my first interactions with the metaverse was on Second Life, and it was absolutely horrible at first. Um, it, it wasn't until I joined the grid that I actually started learning these things because of how friendly the people were. It's like um, I did not know anything about scripting and LSL until I joined the grid, and that led me to creating our new Emotion HUD system. Uh, which is still a work in progress, but I, it was between Drake, Magma Hunter, one of our other admins, and a another user named Alon that helped me get things together to learn how to condense the scripts into one, and basically get all the functions that I needed without having to, you know, do six, eight, ten different scripts. Don't forget Ruby. <laughs> and, and Ruby, too. He helped me with a few of the extras. So, in short, it's not hard to, to learn how to use, and people are friendly enough to help you. Uh, yes. Get yes. along with if, software. If you, if you actually log on and try all by yourself, you might get frustrated. But okay. just having even one person in there to help you is, mm -hmm. is significant enough to get the job done. The build tools, which you know, Lily was mentioning, it looks more daunting than it is. But a lot of people, like I can tell you when I, like, when I joined SL, I was lucky enough to be showed a few bait at six. However, most people there don't really get that. 
They get the stereotype online. Noob. Um, yeah, go away noob, die noob thing, sadly, on SL. And when we started Mobius Grid, we thought, made it very. Like, when the team got together, we're like, we want a good community. We should. We actually engage regularly with the community and kind of mentor the proper way to go. We don't really act as admins until, say, there's bickering and we have to get involved. Yeah. And that's actually very rare, thank God. <laughs> yeah. There's been a time here and there we did, though. Well, there's always going to be a time that, that happens with administration roles, but it can as, as you said, thankfully, yeah. As, as you said, Roy, it's been few and far between, which has been good. That's probably the best, the best track record I've got of anything I administrated. <laughs> <laughs> Most people, just every place they used to work at, they just fought just for that, to fight. And like, yeah, me and Lily might mess with each other's head, but that's in private, really. And we're not trying to get each other. No, and it, it's all off screen, you know, just to <laughs> have a good laugh. Yeah, that's the proper way of doing it. Behind the scenes, so no one can see the blood. Um, oh. <laughs> so, oh one another question, question I have. So you said people can upload their own content. Um, do you actually use um, content by by Sega, like you know Sonic images and uh, we models and whatnot? Really, we avoid it. We avoid that. Our stuff is rebuilt from scratch. The thing. If a user, like, say a Sega, like, we believe that the user, if they own, like, we say, if they made the thing, so, like, if it's an image they made, but it's Sonic, we'll be fine, right? As long as it's not using the official stuff. Like, say, if a, you know, someone that is a Sega employee with, you know, verification of Sega to do it, came on and released, say, Avatar rig for people to walk around as Sonic in, say, the various models, that is fine. Okay. Because it'd be owned a Sega by official employee doing it. As long as, you know, the higher-ups gave the tickets. Yeah. Oh, I see. Hey, we don't own any of the stuff, and we honestly don't really want to own it. We really love what they've done, and this is our... Basically what we want to show them. And ba like, Basically, we're focused on fan representation of artwork, of mesh, of textures, of sounds, that that kind of thing. We have a, an administrator that, or is he a moderator? I'm not sure. Um, Which one? Kiro. Kiro. Uh, oh, he, <laughs> he has recreated um, one of the cities from Kingdom Hearts. Okay, it is awesome. massive. It's like a 16 by 16 grid of regions. And I think I remember he... seeing a screenshot of that. It was fantastic. And mm -hmm. he rebuilt that all by hand in worlds. Like, while in yep. with in game tools. While we focus mostly on Sega, we're not limiting people to what they want. As no, long as they you can follow bring... the proper guidelines. Yeah, as, like, as long as it's something well, you've created, you can upload whatever you want. I'd say, as long as. The, as long as, a, like, you know, say if he did upload, say, we'll bring up, say, say if, um, I'll just use Kira for an example, because I know people have thought it was a rip until we showed them it was made out of prims that were made in-game. Like, if say if he did rip something and just put it there claiming it is, and, you know, Square Enix came in, or told him to take it down. We are very, we had a few things that were brought in without 
permission. permission and we found out about it and we removed it okay mm-hmm. we really believe that if you own it like you know if release correct the owner's rights like we actually want to contact sega see if we could get like you know like some sort of written thing saying this is okay to do like we just don't want any money out of it we just want to do it for fun mm-hmm. okay so- we run pretty much out of my pocket <laughs> I know, I know the feeling. Uh, so so yeah. So basically, we, we had a follow-up question, but you already uh, actually mentioned that. So you don't uh, uh, encourage people to use uh, content that's not made by them, right? So no, people should not at only all. upload like user-created content. Exactly. Yeah, as long as it's strictly user-made, it should be fine, right? Yeah, or if they have permission from the actual holder. If we get, like, a hint and we're An not official sure, we'll, email, you know. We get, we'll contact the creator if we find it unsure. Like, we actually had a few people who were say, trying to say they were someone who we knew they weren't. Like, we actually know quite a few people in uh, that are known. Like, for example, uh, we know an artist known as Zeta. We had someone who tried to play off that but that was more on a on our Facebook group and I know she doesn't use Facebook <laughs> nice did. Like in addition I've also seen the let's see avatar meshes from different franchises like Shovel Knight or uh, My Little Pony and I think I remember seeing something somewhere on your Facebook page that someone contributed a uh a pretty official-looking uh, f- uh, white fox uh, mesh for males and females. Ah, I think it was through yes. a collaboration, if I recall. Or that was a collaboration. Yeah, the mesh body was made by a great user of ours, known as GT Eerie. He is actually fairly well known on Second Life among the Zelda fan base. Funny enough, he's actually specialized mostly in Nintendo things, and that was something he made a few years ago. He was going to release it on Second Life, but never did. And then he gave it to us for freebies. The heads were made by Cassie, and actually Lily here made the emotion system and the hair for them. I am actually using using that body, although I'm using a head that I picked up a long time ago from other sources. Your head is ancient. <laughs> yeah, I, yes. I did the scripting and the texturing for the muzzles themselves. I didn't do the mesh, although I am working on my own avatar line currently. In uh, Mobius Grade, you can make things out of one of three things. Like, you know, phys- look, physical objects. Prim, which is, if you look in this, uh, Sonic 3 teleporter is made out of entirely Prim. Sculpts, which is what his head is made out of. And if you've seen images of me and Lily's avatar, which is entirely mesh, but following the sculpty route of multiple pieces for customability. Sculpts are basically an exported image that looks like a rainbow and applied to a prim to shape it. Unfortunately, they're very lag-intensive. Drake just likes them because he likes blowing his head up. <laughs> I, I I just don't have the... Oh, God. Oh, it's a, it's the very sculpts that my head for mesh, I wouldn't have a problem with it. The, the one thing that I will say about the sculpt quills that we did have was they were easier to resize than mesh. But that's about the only bonus that they had. Otherwise, like, they all had, like, the downside about mesh, not mesh, uh, sculpties, they have, like, uh, no matter what, it's, like, using 6,000-something vertices, even if you re- you know, uh, something, and, well, 
if you look at uh, Drake and we're talking, there's, you can see there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve sculpts you could see in there. And those include like the hair pieces or they're just reused quills and the ears and the muzzle. He just made the eyes and head out of regular crypts. Okay. And unfortunately, Sculpty's lag, which is why we want the more mesh route, because we can make them look just as nice, but a lot more resource friendly. And they're a heck of a lot easier to texture, too. And they can look nicer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, this shot here in wireframe demonstrates just how bad sculpts are. Oh. This looks pretty complicated, actually. I am getting nightmares. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. Uh, if, yeah, if you guys let me, I'll share these, these pics uh, on social like media. His, bo his body and shirt, as you see, those are a mesh, and you mm -hmm. see how they're a lot less, you know, vertis like triangles than the sculpts in the head. <laughs> yeah, there's there's um, there's enough wires in the head, head that even in wireframe it is mostly solid. Yeah. You can see the textures too when you're not supposed to. <laughs> like I can actually yeah. see the orange and uh, blue on the tips of my ears when I had a sculpted ear. Yeah. Like uh, that's like that's one of the reasons why we moved away from that. There was a huge problem because, like on SL, a majority of the Sonic heads are still sculpties, which are heavily dated at this point. You get five of those avatars in one place with sculpty heads and Lag City. So one thing I noticed while researching for for this interview is people can actually sell their content. Uh, yes, inside, we actually have a few artists right? that sell commissions through Mobius Grid. Actually, okay. What kind of things do people uh, sell on Mobius Grid? Well, they could sell like you know an artist such as Lily or even Amazore. They do commissions through Mobius Grid. They could you know do custom art. Basically, the the way that I have things set up is. Um, I take either our currency system, which is Globit, or PayPal. I, I prefer PayPal because it's easier to deal with, but I'll, I'll take either. Um, and and it, for those who don't have the access to Globit for whatever reason, I also take the, the SL Linden, too. Um, I, I try to be open with payment. Mm -hmm. But I, I charge for images, texturing, Building up an avatar, custom, uh, just custom scripting sometimes, depending on how difficult it is. So you can pretty much charge for anything that you can make. Okay, so users can. There's actually like 12 shops in the mall right now, all by owned by users. At least half of them are all freebies made by user. Actually, I think 90% of the content we have in our landing region is freebies. Made by users too. <laughs> <laughs> Some users could sell if they wish. It's optional. Back, back on the subject of the kind of things you can sell, just about anything that you can put into into the game, into the grid, you can sell. Okay. Like, as long as it's still proper licensing. Yeah. Like, Hell, some, pe some, people, some people actually get by in Second Life by selling their ability to script. So they'll, they'll write a script for you. Mm-hmm. So That's people, people don't actually, uh, people just now, sell uh, in-game content, in-game assets, right? Not exactly. Correct. Pretty much. Okay. Okay. Not something that can, you know, uh, being an artist, they don't do commissions of, you know, uh, physical artwork. 
sent to people or something. Just no. uh, in game assets. It'll, it'll all be digital artwork. Okay. It's, Some of them do so well where yeah. where they can uh, where they can have this artwork outside of outside of the grid, mm -hmm. but I'm I'm sure most of them will actually up will actually upload the artwork in question so that way the recipient can have it there too. Okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're pretty flexible with content creation and all that. Right. So uh, one last question, uh, question before we, we actually take a, a music break, um, and we, we have a surprise for you as well after that. But um, one last question: uh, You said you you're not paid for, for this for this job, uh, no. But uh, you do take donations, right? Yes, we do. Uh, do you actually have any other ways of funding uh, uh, Mobius Grid or just through donations? We do. We we do have um, let users buy their own Legion servers through our the host company we have called Zeta. We use called Zetamax. Uh, it's ran by uh, Vincent. He is it's a German company. I've actually became very good friends with the staff over there. Um, it's ran by two amazing guys and one or two other people. And well, they. If it wasn't for them, our Mobius wouldn't be as stable as it is. They do all the server work. They do the everything. They do the code, the custom stuff we want in. That's server side. And and they're always prompt with responding to tickets, like within oh. 24 hours. It it's the best service that I've seen. Awesome. And uh, well, they we worked out with them. Say if a user wants to land for Mobius, right? Five dollars of the per like you, know, you do have to pay per month. It ranges from uh, twenty dollars to seventy-five. There's three packages. Twenty-five of the twenty-five one lets you have either basic size land. Yeah, a one like one region that's either two v six by two v six meters or five twelve by five twelve meters, and a twenty thousand building limit. That's prims, which meaning how many things you could put on it. And you know, gig of RAM, and then the next one has sixty thousand RAMs, one to four, right? You know, legacy size regions, the two v six ones, or a seven eighty six or seven eight by seven eighty six region, three gigs of RAM, and then you know, obviously, tell the seventy one is much better quality. Well, each for each region sale they sell five dollars of that gets knocked off our hosting cost. Oh, nice! So because it, it, it goes right us. back into the grid. We don't get paid, but it helps Mobius stay floating. <laughs> it pays our bills. Yeah. For a reason all, all of these staff currently hired on are pretty much volunteers, if you can hire on a volunteer. But um, yeah, uh, all of the staff are doing this there is out a, of, you know, the bono. way of just doing it. Yeah, their own passion we, for, for it, right? For the we do yeah. actually do take volunteers, but we do typically take them. Um, usually do interviews. In fact, we just hired a new moderator. Um, goes by IK, and he walks around as a Jolteon, <laughs> but uh, he makes his own stuff. Like we he's primarily, cool. he's pretty cool, relaxed. He's not much of a Sega fan, but he, uh, well, much of a Sonic. However, he does a uh, do a um, uh, uh, ROM hacks on Sonic funny. Retro. Funny enough. He um is a uh, he's the one that did that Samari remake and uh well, yeah he's a pretty cool guy and we just hired him he just had me and Lily were the ones handling the interview with him 
Lily was the Lily and another user named Krista and Magma, who we mentioned earlier, were the first you know people we added to staff from the original. The process really wasn't as formal then. I'm I no, generally it, have a good read of people, and it confuses uh, Lily to this day. <laughs> yes, it does. Uh, the long story short, the way I was hired on as staff was. I pretty much was helping other people out because at that point I knew enough of the building to, to help people get their avatars set up, get them ready to go, and let them basically do their own thing after that. And after, yeah, <laughs> and, and, after <laughs> and after like three months of doing that, Roy just comes up to me and says, hey, you interested in helping us out on staff? And I'm like, I'm, I'm just sitting back thinking he ain't gonna do that. I log in the next day, I have moderator tag. When she said yes. <laughs> <laughs> and, but she and was I, on, she had she was on a trial period. The staff were yeah. watching her and she she pretty much got to an administrator fairly quickly. Like moderators practically just can really can't I, do anything. They can just keep an eye on things and tell administrators like, hey, is someone doing something wrong? Yeah. Like, you know. But no, I I think I literally went up to you after I noticed that and was like, Did you really do this? Oh, correctly, I actually responded as Napa. Yeah. Yes, you did. But yeah, um, no, it, it's been pretty much, I, I would say about 98% fun. You know, yeah. it, that 2% being the issues that we have dealt with weren't necessarily ones that... The users that, love stupid hour. Oh, Not a bad ratio at all. another time. I'll have to see. But no, it, I, I am on personal hiatus, though, because it just I, I need to work through some things in my real life, so, you know. But I, I'm pretty much on call if there's nobody else available. Who are you going to call? Lily. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, not Lily. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, <laughs> okay, so we're going to take a quick break. We've been uh, chatting for a, a long while now. So we're going to take a quick music break. We're going to play uh, one of the tracks you requested which is Live and Learn from Sonic Adventure 2, uh, which is a great track by awesome. 40 And afterwards, we're going to uh, debut a new segment on the Sega Launch, something we'll have on this third season of the Sega Launch. Uh, a surprise for everyone listening. It's a new segment called Memories of Sega. If you're familiar with, with Radio Sega, with the actual, uh, actual website, RadioSega.net, we had a written feature by a reader with you called Memories of Sega where he shared his, you know, as the name implies, memories of Sega, uh, of games he played in the past, his, uh, some of the magazines he, he owned, etc. And so, uh, starting with this uh, episode of the Sega Launch, Win With You will be uh, bringing his Memories of Sega segment to the airwaves via the Sega, Sega Launch. This week he'll be focusing on Alien Storm, and we'll be having uh, an Alien Storm track afterwards and we'll be right back with uh, the Mobius team for uh, their own little surprise on the same launch. What could it be? We'll be right back. Can you feel Oh, you're trying, trying to ignore 
This is the Sega Lounge on Radio Sega. Come on in and have a seat. From the 90s to the present, take a trip back in time with A Winner Was You as he looks back at the Sega games that defined his life. Memories of Sega. For this first segment, we'll be taking a quick look at Alien Storm, released on the Mega Drive in 1990. A port of the arcade game of the same name, Alien Storm puts you in the role of Gordon, Carla and Slammer, a trio known as the Alien Busters. No prizes for guessing what they do. Good thing they're around too, as there just so happens to be an alien invasion causing no end of havoc in the city. What makes this game stand out is the use of three entirely different gameplay styles. A Golden Axe style scrolling beat-em-up, an Operation Wolf style shooter, and a fast-paced horizontal shooter. Though it wasn't one of the best games on the Mega Drive, it's one I enjoy dearly and still come back to time and time again. My first memory of this game was in a TV advert, and I thought it looked pretty cool. Though I later got the chance to see the game in action at a friend's house. It wasn't until much later when I would get the chance to play it properly, the year 2000 to be exact. Having recently purchased a new Mega Drive, since I missed my old one and really wanted to play my favourite games again, I was looking to try and start my Mega Drive collection anew. During a trip to my local market, I found a store that sold retro games, where I found a copy of Alien Storm. It was only £2, so I snapped it up immediately. Though I knew what to expect from a game, I still wasn't too sure if I'd enjoy the game or not. After all, I'd also played the Master System version earlier in my life, and I wasn't very keen on that one at all. Thankfully, this turned out not to be the case, as I found myself loving it. Though the gameplay during the beat-em-up section was a little clunky, it was still fun, and the first-person bits were hugely entertaining due to the fact that just about everything on screen could be destroyed for extra power-ups. The game is also very short and quite easy to finish, but this has never bothered me as it just means the game is good for a quick blast when you're short on time. In terms of graphics and sound, it's adequate. Nothing special, but they get the job done. I did spend a little bit of time in the sound test, however, so I guess I must have enjoyed the rather bizarre soundtrack of the game. As previously mentioned, Alien Storm is a game I find myself coming back to every now and again, simply because I enjoy it so much. It may not be a classic, but I do feel it's one that's worth checking out. Memories of Sega
So welcome back to the Sega Lounge. Uh, we're here with the Mobius team, and you just heard uh, Live and Learn from Sonic Adventure 2, and then we had the debut of uh, our Memories of Sega segment with Winner's You talking about Alien Storm briefly, and we then played We Are Busters from Alien Storm. And now it's that time of the show uh, when we have a little surprise for our guests. And so, without further ado, are you guys, uh, you know, excited about this, by the way? I'm actually excited to figure out what's going on. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You should be. Yeah. <laughs> intense vibrating intensifies. Oh, God. Really, really? So, without further ado, let's, let's just do this. Now, you know our guests. They're amazing. They're stars. But are they ready? For the SEGA Lounge Challenge? It can be a quiz in reverse music. It can be anything we want. Welcome, welcome to your duel. I mean, welcome to the SEGA Lounge Challenge. And so like the oh. man said, it's time for the SEGA Lounge Challenge. Um, that is, is so it appropriate to say I'm scared? Uh, yes. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. And so, uh, you guys said, uh, at least uh, two of you, mostly Roy, but you're Sega fans, right? That's correct. Yeah. Well, for the most part, yes. For the most part. Um, so, we thought, why not do uh, a quick game of Sega Jeopardy? No? Oh. oh, man. And so, Sega Jeopardy uh, is... Are you guys familiar with Jeopardy? Yes. I, I uh, used to watch my grandmother, or not watch my grandmother, I used to watch it with my grandmother when I was like I my seven, eight I'm years old. I, I'm very familiar with the Jeopardy game. Awesome. And so um, I'm going to play uh, the, the appropriate backing track right now. Um, and... Pick one from Sega consoles, Sega characters, Sega arcade games, and Sega developing teams. Pick one. Ooh. For now. Uh, Sega characters? Okay. So, Sega characters. Uh, you're, you're not playing it against each other. You're playing as a team, so, you know, feel free to... All right. Uh, to speak amongst yourselves. Um, so Sega characters. This classic character is a Nightmaren whose signature colors are red and black. I know that one. Remember, the name is pronounced Riella? So seeing as this is Jeopardy... So who is Riella? Is that your final answer or question or whatever yeah hmm. and that is correct that is correct so that's one point for you guys hmm. uh, so pick another one Sega consoles Sega arcade games Sega developing teams I say Sega consoles Sega consoles so let me just Put this right here. So your answer is very successful in Japan 
this console is portrayed in the Sega Hard Girls universe as a girl with black hair and eyes of different colors, one blue and one green. Oh. Well, if you're going off based off of the Sega Hard Girls, I would say... Uh, who is Saturn? But what is Saturn? Everyone agrees? I wouldn't know either way, but... <laughs> so that... I'm gonna have to... Oh, so I'm gonna have to trust his judgment on this one. Mm, maybe you shouldn't. I'm gonna have to trust him, too. Ooh, maybe you shouldn't. I, I, can't I was think the only one that's seen parts of that, so... And that's correct. That is correct. That is the correct console. Ooh, thanks for photographic memory. <laughs> Not bad. Two out of two. And nice, so, nice. Yeah. And so uh, we now have uh, other categories. So you now can choose from uh, Sega Arcade Games, Sega Developing Teams, Mega Drive or Genesis Games, and Saturn Games. the last two categories again so sega arcade games developing teams mega drive or genesis games and saturn games i would go with mega drive and genesis oh mind if i do this one then go ahead and how about uh, the ones there are highlighted <laughs> oh I was gonna pick that one anyway, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see a turn-based tactical. Uh, let's see a turn-based tactical RPG. This 16-bit classic has a, a protagonist hero by the name of Max. Hmm, that's one I don't think I actually played before. <laughs> I don't. I have played a bunch of games, but there's so much I have played I can't remember which ones which. I guys, do you think that? Don't judge me if it's wrong. And guys, do you think that's Shining Force, Lillian? I don't remember exactly which one. You... Again, this one's out of my league. <laughs> I... I'm gonna have to just go with you on that one, Roy. <laughs> I hope I'm right, because the name is not ringing a bell for some reason. And so your answer is? Uh, what is Shining Force? I'm, I'm, I can't get, I'm not 100 sure, but I'm thought. Well, but I'm wrong. sounds like it probably rang enough bells because you're correct. Oh. Yay! Wow. Uh, how oh, is this even shot possible? In the dark. Yeah, that was a shot in the dark. You could ask me. There's very few things I can take a shot in the dark on this. <laughs> And sometimes, actually not sometimes, in most cases you are correct. That's awesome. So. That's something okay, my brother that... hates about me. Can we get a perfect score? <laughs> oh, I really hope they can. Uh, let's see, with that one out of the way, what's left over? So we, uh, we have see, Sega we have Arcade the Games. Development in Saturn. Developing teams, Saturn Games, and uh, not, uh, Sega Music as well. New category. So Arcade Games, Developing Teams, uh, Saturn Games and Sega Music. Greg, you pick a category. How about we go with developing teams? Let's get that one out of the way. 
Yes. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. That's uh, okay. Let's see, I'll Go take ahead. this one then. Yep. Okay. Uh, responsible for games like Jet Set Radio, Jet Set Radio in the Future, and Passenger Jimmy and Orta, this division of Sega has a logo that resembles a Jack in the Box. Oh, I know this one. <laughs> Who is Smilebit? Wow, pretty bold on that one. Final mm. answer? Is it really? I can't remember the exact pronunciation, but I think it's Smile. It has a Jack in the Box and the key you're talking about. However, I don't want to get up because the box is in the other room and that would be cheating. <laughs> yes, it would be. I do own that game. I was playing it yesterday. And so? So, Casey, what do you say? I, I think you're worse than me, Esper K. Trying to, you know, uh, get people to doubt themselves. This is the correct answer, of course. What is Smilebits? Please, awesome. I, think, I don't think they're around anymore. I think they actually they were uh, dissolved a little while back. Yeah, yeah. That's sad. As most, as most of good games. Sega's teams, actually. I, yeah, Sonic Team and AM2 are still around. Those two yep. I can name. Yep. Okay, so four out of four. This is amazing. Not bad at all. Let's RNC. see. Let's see. Let's, let's go with... So we have Arcade Games, uh, Saturn Games, Dreamcast Games, and Sega Music. Arcade, Saturn, Dreamcast, and Sega Music. Well, do you want to pick one? Just pick one at random. You know he'll get it. <laughs> Dreamcast. Dreamcast. Okay. So, I, I think this one... This one's for you, S4K. Alright then, uh, let's see. Developed by Sonic Team, this online RPG was based on a classic Sega RPG series. Oh, really? That is... that would be what is Fancy Star Online. There's also what is Fancy Star Online version 2. Which lift lift the level cap to 200. Hmm. Do you agree, Esper K? Well, right? this is a Dreamcast category, and he did say that one. Uh, I'll give it to him. Okay. He's correct. Okay, okay. That's cool, that's cool. So that's five. Another game I own. <laughs> I think I, 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 again, I made this too easy. Uh, <laughs> that's No, I, I that's just have, the case. at my mom's house, I have an entire wall of games. Awesome. Mostly Sega. <laughs> <laughs> had a Terra Drive at one point. Interesting. Okay, so uh, left uh, categories left are uh, arcade games, Saturn games, Sega music, and post DC Sega games, post Dreamcast Sega games. <laughs> These are the last categories, so you'll have to pick ah! them all at one point. Post Dreamcast Sega games. Let's go with that. So ah, the multiplats. <laughs> Interesting. So, um, a 2D arcade fighting game. This game was also ported for the PS3 and PS Vita. Its Western release happened in two, uh, 2015. Hmm. That, I actually do not know. <gasps> wait a second, wait a second. We might have found something. <laughs> okay. I really haven't been paying attention to much of Sega's recent thing, but 
If wait, are you talking about uh, uh I think I know what you're talking about because the when you acquired by Sega time frame. I know talking about uh, I believe uh, pers uh what is persona for Holden? Final answer? Holden. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. Yeah. Yeah. My friend uh, Dan was bothering about me that for months. If I'm wrong, he's gonna kick me in the nuts. Uh, <laughs> did you say Persona for Golden? Yeah. Yes. I did. I think I think he needs to get ready for a kick in the nuts. Yes, he does. That's not correct. Uh, Persona for Golden is actually an RPG. You probably oh, right. Uh, I was arena. I yeah, you probably were thinking of that, but that wasn't the answer either. The answer was, "What is Dengeki Bunko Fighting Climax?" Which was actually that mentioned. one I never heard of. This was mentioned um, in the news section of this show by SPK. Yeah, before today. Interesting. Interesting. That's actually from my well, that's, that is interesting. It's been yeah. The reason, like, I've been thinking of uh, arena was a PS. Vita and PS3 and Atlas by that point was owned by Sega, so it would have been a safe bet. <laughs> yep. If I yep. said Arena. Yep. So uh, I just never really was someone into the Persona series. I knew there were two. I just couldn't remember the other one. So <laughs> got the wrong one. <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. You still have a few nice categories try. left. We have arcade games, yeah. oh, Saturn thank games. Thank God he's more of a Sony fan, so he's never probably gonna ever hear this. <laughs> <laughs> So, Arcade Games, Saturn Games, and Sega Music are the final categories. I'm going to risk Saturn Games. Oh, okay. really? Um, mind if I do that, then? Go ahead. Okay, in this game you play as an insect trying to make it big in Hollywood. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. I, I think do. I know... I'm just trying to think back. Okay. Um. Uh, I'm not sure. I know it's that time period. I'm not sure if it was on Saturn or any Sega console, but. Lily, do you have any ideas? Sadly, I was born after the Saturn era, so I. I have um, no idea. To go with. <laughs> we need Ed? an answer. I think it was called Bug. So your answer so is... So your answer is... I'm pretty sure I'm wrong. <laughs> but yes. Bug. What is... So what is Bug? Yes. Baby, don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, you're not gonna get hurt, because you're right. Yeah. Another <laughs> shot in the dark. I've never played or looked into. Another <laughs> shot in the dark. Well done. Well done. So, uh, final two categories. Arcade games and Sega music. Which one will you take first? I will go with arcade. Okie dokie. I love Sega's arcade boards. SPK. You want to take that one, Casey? Yep, yep. Oh. Go ahead. Okay then. Uh, let's see. Developed by Sega AM2, this eight, uh, 1987 game put you in control of an F-14 Tomcat jet. Oh, I believe I actually had the Master System port for oh, I This is name. way too easy. 
Problem is, I never remember the name because when I played that game, I was three. Like, <laughs> I'm a downside of my photographic memory. If I never know the name of it, I'll know it. I just will remember what the box or something looks like. Oh. You want to go, Drake? I'm honestly not certain. Do you know of... I'm thinking... Oh. Nope, I got nothing. Where's a lifeline when you need it? <laughs> That's really annoying. Yeah, I'm, I'm I know. drawing a blank yeah, as well. I, well, I can't Donnie's gone, so we can't help. Yeah, this is actually uh, the, the one of but the I know it was. It, yeah, it's. I know it. I just um, never knew them. I can't remember the name. Can, can you repeat the question? I Ace Combat, but I don't know if that has anything to do with Psychic. I don't know. Let's, let's repeat the question then. Developed by Sega AM2, this 1987 game put you in control of an F-14 Tomcat jet. This is being so easy. I think we need a timer. We need a 10 second timer here. Ace Combat? That's what I, so that's yeah. what I just said. I'm, that's the only um, guess that I've got, so I'm gonna go... So I'm gonna yeah, go I'll have to go with Ace Combat. combat. So you're... Answer would be. What is, what is Ace Combat? combat? Mm. What do you think? Yo. Mm. Wait, I think I got it. Oh. oh. Okay. Are you sure? One last. It chance. is easy. Because we were just playing it on the stage on Transform. What is Afterburner? So which one is it? Afterburner. I'm going. To, I'm going to go with his guess. Yeah. What is Afterburner? Hmm. Well, if that's should should we accept this final answer? Uh... I'm not sure. What do you think, Esper K? I think it's Africa. Is it correct? You're lucky. It's right. Ace Combat came back. Whoa! Ace Combat came out at first at 1992. Well done. Well done. <laughs> Excuse my language. And so uh, you only Clutch. have one one final one final category, Sega music. And so, Esper right. care to do the honors on this one as well. Sure, sure. Uh, let's see. The singer and composer is known for working on games like Shenmue, Virtual Fighter, and Outrun. He also sings the Game Over Ya on Sega Rally. You really need to sing it like he does. Oh, come on. <laughs> really? Go on. Game over, yeah. Well, he did it for me. There we go. Ah. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I don't, okay. I'm afraid I only know of the line. I don't know who's actually responsible for it. Yeah, we have a friend who's obsessed with that. Any guesses? Oh, I'm trying to remember. Ooh. Oh, damn it. You, is it possible you could play the sound effect to see if you could jog or something? I, I know uh, Jeopardy sure did I, that for if video. I have it here. Let's see if I have it. Oh, I actually do. Let's see. Let's play this. Nice. Uh, I believe it's this one. Let's see. It's probably going to be a bit loud. Wasn't, it wasn't this one that I wanted to play. It's more like this one. I knew which one you wanted to play. I, I, don't, uh, I don't think I have it here, though. But, it, but you, you, you understand. 
You know, the one I'm familiar with is a deeper pitch, but it's still the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, from Sega Rally and a few other things. Actually, you know, was it Daytona? Let me see if it's this one. Okay, I have it. There we go. Game over, yeah! That, that's a very popular. triumphant game over sound. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> it's very popular, YouTube poop. Okay, so um, we're going to have to have a, a 10 second timer for this last question. So there we go. 10 second timer. Oh, God, he had to. Nope, I don't got anything. I got nothing. I know very My name. Hey, now would be the time to play the sound. <laughs> yeah, we're drowning. Yeah! Yeah! We the drowning effect after to be perfect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh god, he had to. No yeah. guesses then. It's so uh, dumb. Like, not, I, I'm afraid I have absolutely no idea. I haven't really gotten the... F I played Moon, but only part of it because my brother sold my game. <laughs> what? That is a travesty. <gasps> Yeah, he sold it to some uh, random game store that like, was owned by a Chinese guy. Got it, sold it for a dollar, and the guy turned around and sold it for like a hundred. In in the words of uh, main character Ryo Hazuki. No, no, no. I said no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Those yeah, are my thoughts my on that situation. Uh, <laughs> that being said. Uh, oh, the correct like answer <laughs> was <laughs> who is Takinobu Mitsuyoshi? Yeah, uh, so unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. You are on the right Oh no! Remember that I would never be able to pronounce it. <laughs> I think that's what two questions we have. Yeah, I so could barely you, pronounce. We, the, uh, I was from, supposed to ask ten questions. I was, was supposed to ask ten questions, but we, we actually did nine. Yeah, and you oh. only got two uh, of them wrong, so I, I think that's a pretty solid score there. Um, yeah, I think so too. So I think you, you deserve a round of applause. Yeah. And some, some cheering as well. Especially by the kids. That's all right. That's all right. So, uh, well done. You, you, got, you got through the Sega Lounge Challenge, and so you get the official Sega Lounge seal of approval, uh, which uh, totally exists and will totally send it to you one day. One day in the near never. Probably, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's, that was one the Sega Lounge over. Challenge. Um, and so, we're... we're uh, getting to the end of this interview um, with you guys it's been fun thank you for, for coming on the Sega Lounge uh, a couple of yeah. final questions for you so how can people find you online both you guys if you want to share your social media or whatever and Mobius Group as well well Mobius Group you could easily find by just typing it in on Google you'll find it will always our stuff with that's actually at the top of when you search for Mobius Group but however, if you just go to mobiusgrid.us and the address bar, and it'll take you right to our site. And, uh, and I usually use uh, Handle, Royale, Sarah Royale, wherever I 
If it's a red-headed fox, you'll get it, and it has Royale in it, it's me. Most likely. Uh, <laughs> since I am a artist on several art sites, uh, DeviantArt being one of them, I post journals here and there occasionally about, you know, what I'm doing with the grid, uh, or post a screen capture of a current project I'm working on, or just something that I made. Or stupid, or stupid hour moment. <laughs> but again, that's another story for another time. Um, so, if you're part of, like, DeviantArt or Furfinity or what, whatever art sites are out there that I'm on, I'm, and I'm usually under the handle Lilith Corthane or Lily Corthane normally, uh, you can find them probably just by searching Mobius Grid. Or Sonic, for that fact. Okie dokie. What about you, Drake? I... I use the name Drake Spiker, so the last name is spelled S-P-Y-K-E-R, just about everywhere. Chances are, if you find that name, it is me, for most, the, especially if it's well, a it's a pretty unique username. Especially so. if it's his, yeah, especially if it's his purple team of thought. Yes. Yes. Uh, any any special mentions of, of uh, people collaborating with Mobius Reach? Yeah, um, you give? I would actually. There's a few people that that are not necessarily part of our team, but have helped majorly. Um, as we mentioned earlier, the we have sculpties. We do have some old sculpties we don't really use anymore on Mobius Grid. Those were donated by Spirit of the Blue. They were his. The last sculpties he made back on in Second Life, and he gave them to us for us to use. And well, since then we have drifted away. But if it wasn't for him, had the bases we started with that got us going. And uh, we also have Razor and a few other people that do a lot of work here and there when they can. And, and, and more or less, body. just a thank you to the entire community, both staff and users alike, for doing what they've done so far. Because Indeed. honestly, without all of the activity and all the people actually making stuff, the, the grid wouldn't have gone very far. Yeah, we'll no, say that right no now. We had some opposition from other people who really didn't like what we're doing. And now we're 1,200 users strong, so... And that's something I'm quite proud to say. Awesome. Yeah, so that that's a right a nice number. Um, Rose regularly. Yeah, so active members then. Active per month, it will vary between uh, just under 200 to uh, 250 active users a month. But it really depends on the time of year. Um, for virtual worlds, typically, summer tends to be the slow time of the year because everyone's out and stuff, it's warm. It's usually during the, the quote, schooling months, you know, like college and all that, that you see people online because they don't have much time to do anything else. Yeah, and they don't, don't really want to study. So. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Haven't we all? Yes. Yeah, yeah, at some point. Or work, yeah, and in some cases. Well, people don't the circulum system we mentioned not before is made by a, a wish. If you guys like, I would love to post a, what the system has in it so far and what's planned in here for you guys to read off. It's a short list, actually, compared compared to what it could be. But uh, the circuit, the once the addresses are the ones currently implemented. 
Okay. The thing, the star thing, is if you don't know what that is. <laughs> so, you can you can mention this if you want. Yes. Um, well, as I mentioned, the circulum system is being developed by uh, one of our staff members who was originally just a user, actually, just like Lily, but uh, their expertise actually helped them get in this with a uh, programming help them get in the staff and they're very awesome to work with. They go by Wish Dreamscape. They are the one developing the Circulum system, which as I mentioned, Circulum means ring in Latin. Now, what currently it has in place is ring damage, ring exchange, invincibility, uh, the speed shoes, or run shoes as they listed, stage gimmicks, uh, this one's partial, it's not activated at the moment. Uh, air tricks, like in Sonic Advance 2. Um, checkpoints and respawn, graphical effects for act very actions, graphical teleport effect, user-friendly interface. Um, next one's also partially implemented, not activated yet, it's customizable interface. And bad mix, the other features to come are uh, shields, which would the regular ones implemented, but the fire, aqua, and electric are not lives, uh, modules for you to have uh, different skills like uh, flying, double jump, homing attack, life dash, spin dash, uh, sonic style movement, bosses, randomizer, and then some mini games like capture a flag, find the items, time trial, race, mini game mod modules, and automatic updates. For So it could update automatically when, it, when a new version comes out. So this is currently in the works or already implemented? This is currently in the works. We're just about ready to release beta, which is just doing some cleanup. Um, one thing I like about Witch's work, they like it to be efficient and not overly complicated. In fact, uh, I'm looking for a image, uh, actually a screenshot of the HUD somewhere. Where is... And I would like this. Oh, here we go. If you guys would like to you know, post it on like a tweet or something, don't yeah. mind the number there. I just, <sighs> I I love my favorite song is Number of the Beast from Iron Maiden. I was making a joke. I just happened to be listening to this song while I was collecting rings. <laughs> and they took that screenshot to mess with actually a few of my friends who are suddenly funny enough super religious. <laughs> okay. Alright guys, so thank you so much for, for coming on, on the second launch. Uh, it's, been, it's been fun. Um, all the best for Mobius Grid. Keep us posted on, on the updates and what comes next. And for everyone listening, go and try Mobius Grid. Mobius Grid.us, right? Or just, yep, that's as you said, Google Mobius Grid. And I do want to, yeah, I do want to make sure that users know if you do sign up, the system requires you to make a last name for your avatar. We had some users that chose like uh, single name usernames. It will look like it goes through and created. However, it you can log in, in the site. It's temporary on that side. But if you try to log in the viewer, the viewer requires a last name, and it will look at you like you're done. It'll just say ba basically. Not found. <laughs> basically, it works off of how. Second Life used to do the the usernames. It it'd be uh, first name dot last name in most cases how the viewer would read it. And in this case, when you sign up, it has to be first name, a space, and then a last name. 
we don't do like, the last name that has two spaces. We had some users that did that by mistake. Yeah, uh, a good wrong. example would Ro- be like, like um, Rocks, for example. He mm-hmm. made an account named Rocks the Squirrel. However, and had a space had, between the and squirrel. And we had to correct him, but a good way around that, if you want the something, just put an underscore instead of the space in the last name. You, I think you could even do um, a period, I think? I haven't tested it, but... No, I wouldn't no. recommend that, because some... Uh, in no, a lot of the, that's an eternal thing. Yeah, yeah that's an true. eternal thing for the viewer to recognize it as a... or in the profile, see it as a one username, but it's two. In fact, you can log in typing, like for example, my account is this name. I could log in typing in like that in the viewer, or like so can, or people, with a period. People are people aren't uh, watching this, so you can better mention. Oh no, I will uh, type, send some. Well, that's what I was showing you guys. I'm actually about to explain. You would have to have two, you know, a last name, first and last name, like in real life, right? Mm-hmm. And the way the viewer sees, okay, where the first ends and the last name starts is either with a space or a period. If you put, you know, a last name with a space or a period in it, that's so it has like two of those, it's going to confuse the slogan system and it's just, well, it could be generated on the website side. I don't know what's going on. And unfortunately, the viewer is not developed by us. It's a open source thing under LGPL. We really don't have the experience for the viewer. We mostly handle server side. Uh, if you notice, uh, we will recommend when you sign up, there's under account, there will be like how to connect. You can use like Firestorm, Alchemy, or Singularity. We recommend Alchemy because it has the best compatibility with us. And um, well, okay. So if people, if people have any fire. issues, they, they can contact you via... Well, yeah, logging right. in. However, if they're having a viewer issue, say it's a bug, we can't really support that unless it's our viewer. And we don't make a viewer. Like, Burning Blaze, all it really was is just a pre-configured bur- uh, Firestorm for Mobius Grid, and that's it. And re- <laughs> nothing else. Yeah, we, we unfortunately never got anywhere with that bug. Mostly because we don't have enough people that do C++. Yeah, we, do we, we, we just we just didn't have a viewer developer at the time. Yeah. Alrighty, so we we are yeah. in the process of trying to learn that oh. though. Speaking of last names, earlier it was mentioned that Second Life used to have separate births and last names. Uh, yeah. Slightly back on the subject of of places you can find us, my name in SL is actually Drake Spiker. It's where I got the name from. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's nice reference there. So yeah, um, yeah I think I think we're done with with uh, with uh, explaining this to people. So just try it Covered out. Covered all the bases. Yeah. yeah. If you're interested, go to mobiusgrid.us. Thank you guys again right. for coming on on the Sega Lounge, and uh, all the best for Mobius Grid for the team as well. Good happy to be here. <laughs> Okay. It, it was an honor, and I can, offic- I can officially say that you guys are the first radio show that I've actually been a part of in some way. Same here. And we're mm-hmm. very sorry for that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> for this traumatic, uh, traumatizing experience, but you know. Nah. Uh, don't worry. Me and Lily were interviewed about Mobius before on uh, a in Morals. YouTube. 
In world review, actually, not in world. Oh, in, in world review, yeah. Uh, that's a live stream that's done every Saturday by someone named Mal Burns. Someone who covers the metaverse and stuff. It was fun. Unfortunately, they started asking questions about furries. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we're, we're not we didn't exactly know how to. Oh, we didn't exactly know how to answer that one. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna take a quick music break uh, while we say goodbye to you guys, and we're gonna play the last two tracks—not the last two tracks, but two of the, uh, the other tracks. Uh, we're gonna awesome. play "Go Straight" from Streets of Rage remake. This is uh, an awesome tune, and then the amazing water from nights into dreams. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.
week a different guest. Sega music, news, and whatever else we can think of. The Sega Lounge, only on Radio Sega. Sega Lounge, we're here for our uh, final segment, our after hours part of the show. We just played The Amazing Water from Nights into Dreams and Go Straight from Streets of Rage Remake, as requested by the Mobius team. And so we're here just to say goodbye. Uh, Esper K, it was a blast having you on, on the Sega Lounge uh, co-hosting well, thank for the you. first time. I hope to come back eventually, maybe. Maybe, uh, maybe, who knows. Never invite you again. I'm kidding. I'm, of course, I'm kidding. Love you, Esper K. Love you too. Yay! And so, um, as as per usual, uh, let's just talk about what's coming up next on on Radio Sega. And um, so, next up on Radio Sega Live, we have Sega Mix Drive uh, tomorrow at 9 p.m. UK or Western Europe time, and all the other time zones you can check out on uh, radiosega.net um, and then uh, afterwards we have last call after Sega Mix Drive ends we have last call with uh, a guest DJ that goes by the name of Rapid Run so coming back from last year's season Rapid Run uh, will do another DJ set for this year's last call and I'm happy to announce that uh, not only will we have a last call set this week we'll also have one next week so that's awesome we'll announce the guest dj 
um, next week, early next week perhaps, and uh, it's going to be a great one as well. So don't forget, last call after Sega Mix Drive at around 11pm uh, Western Europe time. Chaos Control Center uh, airs afterwards at around, around midnight, uh, so yeah, I can't, I can't time zone properly. I think it's 7pm Eastern and 4pm yes, Pacific, seven. it is? Yes, mm-hmm. I'm awesome. Um, there's, uh, I think, Saturday Night Live, uh, not Saturday Night Live, Saturday Night Sega. <laughs> it's live, I'm but it's... I'm telling Gavi. Yeah, but it's it's live, it's Saturday Night and it's live. But it's not from New York, so it's from the UK. So it's Saturday Night Sega with Gavi, uh, Saturday at 10pm. No Voice of Sega, it's off-season right now. And so afterwards we'll have Radio Sega's Triple Trouble uh, on Sunday at 8pm. For the full schedule of shows, you can go to radiose.ga forward slash shows and check out whatever's uh, airing for the rest of the week uh, on our Radio Sega stream. Um, yeah, so it's it's been fun. Uh, anything else you'd like to add as per K before we say goodbye? No, not really. Other than I really did enjoy my time here tonight. Thank you for contacting me about it. Awesome. And so as I said uh, when we started the show, uh, this new season of the Sega Lounge will feature different co-hosts uh, in, in each episode. Because, you know, it's. I think um, I try to have... I will try to have the co-hosts that are related to the, the interviewees and know their way around the subjects at hand. And so if you think... Uh, you have what it takes to co-host an episode of the Sega Lounge drop me a line casey at radiosega.net and we'll see what what we can do in the future Um, and yeah and if you think you uh, know of a a particular community project that you wanted us to feature on the Sega Lounge uh, someone you'd like us to interview to talk with uh, feel free to also send me a, an email to Casey at RadioSega.net um, I wanted to say something about uh, an announcement that will happen but I'm not sure if that uh, little announcement will be uh, made in time for, for this show uh, but I will say that Radio Sega and Megavisions, the Megavisions magazine that just got funded over in Kickstarter, congrats um, We'll have a collaboration coming soon, so uh, that'll get announced uh, by Megavisions, and then we'll do a news post on Radio Sega soon, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Exciting times for Sega fans uh, that like digital magazines and radio stations dedicated to Sega Music. So, um, uh, that being said, I think it's time for us to leave you guys with one final track. Can you guess what this final track is, Esprit No way to guess when I'm looking right at it. Uh, my bad, actually. Yes. <laughs> uh, I forgot you had the outline, the show outline. And so um, I, I'm going to have to delete this from the podcast. No, I won't. I won't. I never what? I never do. Uh, so, uh, since you already know what the track is, would you like to tell everyone what we'll listen oh, to? Oh, yes, now? it is Endless Possibilities from Sonic Unleashed. 
probably one of the few songs that I like from the game. And <gasps> I never, never stopped listening to the first time I ever heard it. Yeah, it's 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 better than uh, Speak From Your Heart and or Speak With Your Heart, whatever it's called. And Reach oh, For The Stars, so favorite. that's a plus. <laughs> and everyone, everyone is sending me hate mail right now. Um, so yeah, I've been KC. I've been joined by the lovely Esper K. Bye, Esper K. Thank you for Bye. coming on the show. And we'll see you all next week with, uh, hopefully, another guest. Uh, I'm not announcing, announcing it yet because we're still in conversations. But uh, we'll announce it soon. So stay tuned to Radio Sega. We'll play the best Sega music 24-7. Bye-bye. Have a good evening.
Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.